Do you hear that? Stop. Listen for a sec. That's the sound of background noise, and it's starting right now. And you're listening to Background Noise. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Tora. I got a really chill episode planned for today. Really looking forward to it. I'm sitting down with Rachel Bobbitt. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm actually doing really well. I'm super into your music, and I think it's going to be really nice for the listeners as well. Why don't we start off? You can tell me a little bit about yourself, about your music, how you got started, and uh, your whole little shtick. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I think I, I started playing music um, when I was really young um, with my family. Like my mom's side of the family specifically is very musical and like my poppy on my mom's side was like a very musical person. So um, whenever um, we'd go over to their house, he'd always be playing, you know, violin or guitar or piano and we'd all kind of jam out. So um, started doing that when I was really young. And then um, I guess just like the the general rundown of how I ended up in Toronto is I wanted to go um, to school for music and I knew I wanted to go out of the province of Nova Scotia just because it felt a little um, limited. It's very small and um, it's a great community, but it just felt like I was not really pushing myself as much as I wanted to. Um, so when I was 17, I moved to Toronto to go to Humber College um, and I ended up dropping out, but I did find like a really great community of people here. Um, met a lot of the musicians that I still play with um, now and I've been living in Toronto for like five years. Awesome. Yeah, you know, one thing I did notice about your music quite a bit, because you mentioned um, you discovered some musicians that you like to play with. There is a couple other musicians that I've seen pop up quite a bit with your music. We'll go a little more into depth into those people later on. But first, I do want to talk about your latest EP. And then we're going to play a couple songs after that. And we'll talk a little more. The ceiling could collapse. Why don't you go ahead and tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, for sure. Um, so The Ceiling Could Collapse is um, kind of a collection of songs. Um, I kind of think of it in my head as like a mini album just because I do feel like it's less of a um, kind of a thrown together um, variety of songs and more uh, that it flows in a very consistent um, a very consistent way. And I, and I think that they all kind of package together really nicely. Um, so it's six songs that I wrote over the course of the last couple years. Um, and a lot of them have to do with um, things like loss and family and love and a lot about protection as well, like protecting yourself and protecting um, your family and your friends. So yeah, it's um, it's kind of about a couple a couple different things, but primarily family was like at the center of it for sure. Yeah, I can definitely pick up that vibe from the album, the big kind of family theme. I guess one of the big songs being What About the Kids? That did that had that big kind of family vibe to it. Um, so let's spin that one right away and uh, I'll ask you more about that when we come back. Yeah. 
You're listening to Background Noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. Welcome back. You're listening to Background Noise. I'm sitting down here with Rachel Bobbitt, and that was what about the kids from her latest EP, The Ceiling Could Collapse. Uh, why don't you go ahead and tell me a little bit about that song? Yeah, um, so that song um, is is about familial loss and um, trying to kind of navigate that as a family unit. Um, something that I've I spent a lot of time thinking about um, over the last couple of years and I think, um, you know, trauma and grief is something that there's no right or wrong way necessarily to to navigate that. Um, just through my own experience, I think like one of the only things that you really can do is try to just go through it together and with other people. And it can be a very isolating experience. So um, that song is is kind of reflecting on some past experiences and, and kind of um, the uh, analyzing, I guess, the habit people have um, of kind of going off in their own corners to experience grief um, and to to kind of move through that um, when it, it's just so much easier to do the opposite, I think, to just come together in those times. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing. Now, another song I'd like to talk about, uh, Watch and See. I really enjoyed that one as well. Is there a background to that one? Yeah, that song's actually... Um, about some dissociative moments that I've had in the past, um, like just feeling very out of body, very not connected to my surroundings. And it's, it's something that I was experiencing a lot um, with a lot more consistency when I was home uh, over COVID. Um, we'd just like go to the beach and I'd be trying to have a good time and be like, wow, I don't feel like I'm physically here right now. Like it was a really strange kind of overwhelming experience. And um, now, thankfully, um, that has improved a lot. It's it's gotten a lot better for me. But I kind of wrote that song um, just about the experience of like physically being somewhere and wanting to be present and connect with people, but just your brain is not letting you. Well, we will spin that one right away, and uh, I'll throw another one afterwards, which of course I want to talk about. Uh, that'll be Forrest Gump with uh, Justice. really want to talk about it because it was super vibey and gave me a big like coffee shop jam vibe. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Let's spin Watch and See first.
Listening to Background Noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. And that was Forrest Gump from Rachel Bobbitt. We're sitting down with her today on Background Noise. How's it going? It's great. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing awesome. Now, I really enjoyed Forrest Gump. That was one of the first songs I listened from you. Um, so maybe that's why it might be my favorite. But for some reason, whenever I listen to that one, I'm just like, I'm in a cute, cozy coffee shop. It's like raining just a little bit. And there's just like you in an acoustic set in the corner playing that. Um, I haven't actually <laughs> seen that happen, but that's the vibe <laughs> I get from that song. I love it. Um, but why don't you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, so that's um, that song's actually, uh, it's a cover of a Frank Ocean song, um, which was really fun to do um we so justice and i um did that song when we were in second year uh, in university and um it's really funny or actually i think we were in first year it's it's been so long um it's really funny to look back on it now because um our friendship um and our relationship has just grown so much musically and on an, on an individual level as well um so it's really interesting to reflect back on when we were like you know little 18 year olds just hanging out in a dorm room trying to record that song um so it, it's definitely it has a soft spot um 
in my heart for sure. I think it's it's definitely um, a kind of setup I don't gravitate towards anymore. Like I think, um, and maybe it's a reaction to being in the acoustic singer songwriter world for so long. Like I, I right now I'm kind of always moving towards like larger sounds and um, kind of bigger bigger sounds in, in my songs. And so um, it's definitely like kind of funny to to look back on that one. It's it's nice. Now, we mentioned that you did that with one of your friends, uh, Justice, and uh, you have another EP with him out, which we'll listen to from that one. Um, I think the EP was called Call More, but I did a little bit more digging, and you have a whole side project called Call More, right? Yes. Yeah, we do. That's with our friend um, Marley Pitch as well. So it's the three of us. Um, and we've actually never met Marley in person. Um, he's from North Carolina. So, um, it's always been like a long distance friendship and collaboration that we've had with him. Um, but yeah, we've been making music with him for probably four years now. Um, and him and justice actually met on the Frank ocean subreddit, which is just super random and very cool. Um, so we've all just kind of, um, always zoomed and called and facetimed and and made her music that way with him that's actually that's actually really cool and i can almost i could get that listening to mandarin orange because it has kind of that funky bedroom pop kind of vibe so i could definitely see Mm -hmm. you know that being made not in a same room yet it's still amazingly cohesive for the listener if you hear it and you like this and you're like maybe i want to dive more check out Call More on Spotify. It's very fun. It's very cool. Um, but let's spin Mandarin Orange and uh, we'll keep talking a little bit more about the music after that. Guys ain't nice if they gotta say it. Really think we find people most 
just like our parents Every girl I've ever known with disconnected parents And my dad would do the same, this is that we inherit Just a bunch of distant lovers who ain't trying to hear
You're listening to Background Noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. All right. So one thing we do a lot on the show here is I get some inspo songs from artists like yourself, and I love the list that uh, that you sent me. Uh, there was one on there. I'm a huge fan of these guys. The War on Drugs. Oh. Yeah, I love them. <laughs> I was so excited to see them on the list. A huge fan. I heard them on KEXP forever ago. And I've been a huge fan ever since. Um, have Have you been listening to The War on Drugs for long? And how have they kind of influenced your music as well? Yeah, um, so I haven't been listening to them for a really long time. I think the first time I ever um, really heard their music was about two years ago. I had heard of them um, and I knew some of their like bigger hits, um, just like peripherally, not really like super well. Um, But I actually had a friend who um, bought me tickets to go see the band Always that I'm like a huge fan of. And I was, you know, two years ago as well, just like massive fan um and so I was going to see them but they were opening for the war on drugs and I went to the concert and I was like super stoked for always and I was like yeah and the war on drugs will be cool to see too like I was kind of there for the opener kind of vibe um but when the war on drugs like played their set it was it was and still is like the best concert I've ever seen um it was at the Halifax Jazz Fest and it was like this beautiful outdoor venue like the sound was just incredible. And I feel like watching them and listening to them, it just was so clear that they're just a very seasoned band. Like it's a bunch of people who've been playing together for like what is probably decades now. Like it just, they were, they were incredibly tight as a unit. Um, And ever since then I've been like always, you know, digging into their, into their portfolio of tunes and kind of trying to like recapture that <laughs> that energy of seeing them live and um it, it always does because they're incredible and their recorded music is just as amazing as they are live so that's yeah. awesome i actually love that you mentioned that you saw them live first because that reminded me um you're going on kind of a tour soon right i think i saw on your yeah. instagram um so I'm super excited for that for you. Uh, tell me a little bit about what people can expect from that tour maybe. And how do your live shows usually look? What's the vibe of them? Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, we're super excited for that. That This will be like, we had a, a little mini kind of baby tour. Um, we opened for Men I Trust for a couple shows like a couple weeks ago. And that was awesome. And we tagged along with Indigo to Souza for a couple shows like in June. Um, but this will be our first like, fully like it'll it's, I think it's like a month long that we're that we're in the states um we're having Renata Zeiger open for us um for the first half of the dates and then for the second half we're opening for Matt Curix and we're just like super excited to see both of these musicians play live and hang out with them it'll be awesome um but in terms of like the live show it's interesting because um our live show is definitely heavier I think than people expect like um I think we really, as a as a band, um, enjoy kind of leaning into the energy of playing live and kind of um, feeding off of each other and things like that. Um, but then we do have like you know very clearly more acoustic songs like Gemini ties off of the newest EP is like our like chill down kind of song of the set. Um, 
and then you know a lot of the other ones have we kind of extend the outros and stuff like that because i i tend to like to write an outro is like my fallback when i'm writing so a lot of the songs that we perform live have like extended outros and justice will like you know just give her on the guitar for a bit um so i think that's like the general vibe is like a lot of outros a lot of guitar solos a lot of energy and then every once in a while we dip down into like some acoustic stuff as well awesome um do you have a favorite song to play live yet or if it's from the uh the latest ep do you have one that you're looking forward to play yeah we um yeah we're, we're actually recording like a new set of songs um right now and i think my favorite song to play is off of that like newest set of songs that that we're just finishing up recording now um we played it a couple times live and we'll probably end up playing it on this tour um it's called the calls inside the house and it's like just a very fun full band kind of jam moment um and it's like a real slow burn which i also um really appreciate so that one is probably my favorite well i'm uh, i'm looking forward to hearing new music and uh, all those lucky ducks that get to go to the concert and hear these new songs uh pretty jealous not gonna lie <laughs> <laughs> But uh, let's spin The War on Drugs. Uh, this is Pain. And then when we come back, uh, I want to talk more about um, one of your other 2022 singles.
You're listening to Background Noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. And that was Half Right from Rachel Bobbitt. I'm sitting down with her today, and you're listening to Background Noise. That is one of your 2022 singles. Uh, why don't you go ahead and tell me a little bit about uh, that song? Yeah, um, for sure. That song has been like one of my favorite songs for a really long time. Um, it's a song by um, Heat Miser, which is the band that Elliot Smith was in um, before he kind of did more solo stuff. Um, and I was kind of trying to decide a song to cover um, for a while last year and was going between a couple. I was like looking at covering the killers and like thinking of like a, a more of like a rock approach to a song. Um, and then um, after a while, like as a band, we were kind of just like jamming a bunch of stuff and playing this song. Um, it just felt like it, it felt like it just fit so well. Like there was something about it that just like really locked in and it's just such a, it just marches along in like such a satisfying way. And the lyrics are so like subtly devastating. I was, I, I just loved to like, feel like I was the one who made it <laughs> for like a second while we played it as a band. And um, yeah, it just, it, I feel like it really communicated um, a lot of really wonderful things. So it's, it's one of my favorites to play live for sure. That's awesome. Now we talked a lot about some of your newer music um, but I want to take it back uh, to 2018 and the song July. Uh, why don't you go ahead and tell me a little bit about that one? How did the writing go for that? Uh, where were you in 2018? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's actually crazy because not a lot of people, like, reach that far back. <laughs> so I appreciate that you did. Like, it's really exciting. And um, that is still, like, a little mixtape that I – like I reflect on it so fondly because it, it reminds me of such a distinct time in my life. Um, that was summer between first and second year. Um, and I was moved back home in Nova Scotia. Um, and I was working at, um, this ice cream shop and I recorded that, uh, every night when I would get home from my shifts is when I would like record that EP. Um, and I would always work till like 1130. So I would get home pretty late and then just like, stack a bunch of harmonies like I'm really surprised my parents were like get out of the house because <laughs> it was like a lot of really long high notes that were being held in my room um but yeah it was it was also a really like um uh, it's kind of a difficult time for me as well because I think at, at that point in my life I was feeling pretty aimless like I wasn't really sure what direction I was going to go in uh, musically and I was literally, I was like, I'm washed up. Like I have nothing left to offer, which is hilarious looking back on it now because I'm like an 18 year old thinking they're like, well, they're on the towel. Like you're done with music. Like it's kind of hilarious and sad. And I'm like, that's, that's not the case at all. But I think a lot of that EP just came from me trying to like dig up some creativity and, and find like a, a voice for myself as like cheesy as that sounds. Um, and, and find a way to like feel like I'm conveying something that felt um, authentic to me at the time. Um, and it was also just me on Reaper, which is the DAW I was using at the time, which is like super bare bones, um, me and guitar and like just a bunch of vocal stacks. So it's definitely more ambient, but I really, I, I enjoyed that sound at the time and I still really do. So 
It's actually funny that you mentioned Reaper, because uh, shout out to them. I currently use Reaper. <laughs> I use Reaper for my show as well. Amazing. And it's funny because there's a few other bands that I've talked to as well, and that was their starting point as well is, is Reaper. Because, I mean, hey, you, you got to start somewhere, and they just they really let you use it. <laughs> and it's so nice because, like, I feel like it was exactly what I needed. I wasn't messing around with MIDI at that time. Like, I just needed to record myself, and it's great. I feel bad, though, because every time I'd open it, I would just X out the box. It's like, will you pay for it, please? <laughs> and I was like, no, never. But pay for Reaper if you can, because they're great. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, you mentioned, uh, you mentioned that you produced that EP yourself. Like, did you do that? all yourself did you send it somewhere to mix it down afterwards or is that just all you that's it's all me um and it's it's funny like i listen back to it now and i'm like part of me's like you know girl what were you doing because there's there's a lot of moments that i feel like i even with the the knowledge that i have now um that i've gained over the last couple of years i i wouldn't consider myself like a mixer master like that's a whole world of knowledge that i don't have but you know even myself looking back i can hear like oh, you really should have cut some of those frequencies and stuff like that. But again, it's like, I still look back and I kind of smile because it was just, I, I was very uninhibited at that time. And I was just kind of recording and, you know, messing around with, with plugins and like drenching everything in reverb. Like it was just a very creative, like fun thing. So it's still, it's so cute to look back on it. That's awesome. Well, we'll, uh, we'll spend July here. And uh, when we come back, we'll wrap it up. Like a movie made with someone else 
You're listening to Background Noise. Like what you hear? Follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to episodes, playlists, and more. I want to talk about one more song before we wrap up the show, though. It was also off the Ceiling Could Collapse EP, so why don't you tell me a little bit about Bandages, and then we'll spin that one. Yeah, Bandages, um, it's kind of about the feeling of um, wanting to help a friend who's really struggling and and feeling like you aren't able to do that. Um, kind of mostly describing, yeah, like a helpless feeling and, a, and almost like that frustration of wishing that like loving someone was enough to um make them feel better or to heal them um but i think sometimes like as you get older um it's really hard to realize that even if you really love someone or if you care about them a lot um sometimes that can be felt and that can be appreciated by the person but it won't it's not enough to necessarily bring them out of um a mental or physical space that they might be in. Oh, thank you so much for sharing that. Well, we will spin that song. And uh, thank you so much for tuning in today. This has been Background Noise, and I was sitting down with Rachel Bobbitt. I had a great show, very vibey, very chill. I was super happy with it. Do you have anything you would like to add before we go? Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, um, I guess just thank you so much for having me on here. It was super nice just to like hang out and chat a bit. Um, I I actually spent today, like, I haven't left my apartment yet. So it's, it's really nice to talk to another person and like feel like I'm a human being. <laughs> so it was really nice. So thank you so much. Yeah, no, thank you. And uh, for the listeners, Go ahead and uh, follow her at Rachel Bobbitt, or sorry, I guess on Instagram, Rachel underscore Bobbitt. There's two B's and two T's. Uh, You can find her on Spotify, YouTube, all that fun stuff. Uh, I'll, of course, have links in Background Noises bio as well to playlists, shows, and you'll be able to find her through there as well. And uh, thanks again so much for listening.
It's over. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for tuning in. I had a blast. Join me again next week. I'll have a fresh Canadian band. We're going to make some new noise. It'll be great. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Background Noise The Show for links to playlists, episodes, and so much more. See you later.